And we're back with the Constitution line by line, and here's one of our favorite amendments, I guess. <laughs> it's the Boy, 21st it Amendment. It makes us think like we're just a bunch of drunks. Well, I mean, it's, it's an interesting rollback. It is. The 21st Amendment, of course, is? Is the ending of prohibition. All right, so Paul Fabrizio taking it from a political science angle. I'm Don Frazier looking at it from a historical angle. What's our line? Well, before we do that, I I just got to say, um, the 18th Amendment was ratified in 1919, January 1919. And then, in essence, it was unratified in 1933. So 14 years later, the American people go, oh, we made a mistake. Yeah. With King's X, man, we don't yeah. want to do this. Sorry, anymore. and the amendment was proposed in February of '33, and it was ratified in December of '33. So it did not take long. Wasn't so, a whole lot of debate over this. Yeah, it was like the American people said that was a silly effort. Well, you read it, and then I'm going to give you my immediate reaction to it. Okay. The 18th Amendment, oh, I'm sorry, the 18th Article of Amendment to the Constitution of the United States is hereby repealed. The transportation or importation into any state, territory, or possession of the United States for delivery or use therein of intoxicating liquors in violation of laws thereof is hereby prohibited. And then Section 3, this article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the conventions in several states, in the several states, as provided in the Constitution within seven years from the date of submission hereof to the states by Congress. And this is proposed in 32. This is proposed in 33, repealed in 33. So, I mean, ratified in 33, yeah. which repealed it. Yeah, so they had a seven-year timer, and they got it done within the year. Right. And the other thing to notice is that the preceding amendment we were talking about, the 20th Amendment, that was ratified February 6, 1933. Okay. Fourteen days later, they proposed this amendment. While we're February. at it, can we get rid of this other piece <laughs> yeah. of junk? Yeah. It was like, let's change the Constitution. Okay, let's change it again. Oh, we made a mistake. Let's go back and change it. Well, and what's, uh, what strikes me about prohibition in general is that, you know, outlawing a particular economic activity probably is not a constitutional issue. Correct. It should probably be handled some other way besides amending the Constitution. And I don't think the Constitution be, should be amended lightly. The fact that you have to go and unamend the Constitution. What you just did 14 years before. Yeah, shows you how um, misused the process had been before, in my opinion. I mean, to to me, it's just how quickly people realized this was a mistake. It wasn't working. Um, Shouldn't the Constitution stand above politics? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> you why think would it's you the say part that <laughs> yeah i mean it's politics that creates it and so it's politics that forms it it struck me as this was much more social engineering yes which that, is part of the progressive era which got into the constitution i think the realization was maybe it shouldn't well correct and social yeah. engineering in, is, in a certain way is politics now, now the, the flip side of this thing in, is that we 
with this amendment, we said, okay, alcohol is okay. But in, it was only a couple years later that the effort came along to quash down on marijuana use. Correct. And so... Reefer Madness. Exactly. I think yeah. that was 1937 or yeah. 1939. So this was 33. So it was like the American people are picking and choosing their intoxicants. Yes. And, okay, alcohol is okay, but pot is not. And we're go- not going to use the Constitution so to get rid go, of marijuana. Yeah, you could go to a flapper party in the 1920s and get stoned. Right. You and could, that was okay. Then you could suck down a Coca-Cola with a little bit of cocaine in it, and that was okay for a long period of time. But you couldn't yeah. get drunk yeah. legally. Now yeah. you can get drunk legally, but now we're going to start tamping down on reefer. Yeah. Getting rid of the weed. And in modern day, we're trying to cut back on that. Well, we went to tobacco first and yeah, <laughs> drove that so, away. Yeah, there's. I guess there's always this effort to control what we do now by people. Yeah. Now, yeah. in in this new progressive age that we've entered into. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, but anyway, everybody admitted we made a mistake, and that was it. Net effect was it just drove a lot of old old American companies into oblivion. Because you used to have, you know, right now we're in kind of a craft beer renaissance. Prohibition killed a bunch of the old craft breweries. And only a few of them were able to stick around, usually by converting their production processes to soft drinks or Mm -hmm. some other uh, output. Mm -hmm. And those that hung on only hung on by their fingernails or by consolidating, things like that. You know, some of them that are household brands today like... uh, Bush, Anheuser-Busch, uh, Budweiser, things Schlitz. like that. <laughs> yeah, Schlitz. Uh, in Pat. Texas, you had Shiner, and Shiner kind of hung on by its fingernails until it you know, finally was able to thrive again. But the craft beer industry that we have today, we actually had back in the day. Mm-hmm. And the federal government just drove them all out of business. And now they said, oh. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry we ruined your lives, all you yeah. guys that had built these family uh, uh, businesses up from nothing. Yeah. Uh, we made a mistake, so you can go back to doing what you were doing. <laughs> I don't think the framers would have intended uh, exactly. the federal government to have that kind of power. Right. To pick winners and losers uh, in entire industries. In entire industries yeah. is, is the whole thing. Um, but we still do it today. I mean, oh, we absolutely I mean, do it today. We do it today. There's there's industries where we, are acceptable, and there's industries that are not acceptable. And I mean, we're trying to, an effort is being made to legalize marijuana, making an illegal industry legal, but not other kinds of drugs. So again, there's still this picking of winners and losers. Driving the coal in the industry drugs. out, bringing the pot industry up, and letting the porn industry keep trucking along. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I, who's I wanna... making these rules? <laughs> Good question. Yeah. <laughs> the American people. Yeah, I don't the believe The beauty it. of the American people. Yeah, um, we should have direct election the same. All right, all right. You know, now, I, I want to make one other point. Um, you know, we're using this book, uh, Detailed Analysis of the Constitution by Edward F. Cook, the seventh edition, and he has this little comment here in it. Um, the 1928 presidential election, the Democratic candidate, uh, Governor Alfred Smith, ran on— his party platform was a dry, meaning keep prohibition going. Yeah. But he let everybody know that, no, he was a wet candidate. Really? Yeah. 
So despite what his party was saying, he was starting to reflect the will of the American people saying, hey, we need to do it. And I have to say, coincidentally, he was the first Catholic to run uh, and get the nomination of a, of a major political party. So anyway, I, it's, it's just to me is is really interesting that there was an undercurrent of movement that gradually took over and four years after the 28 election, it it blossomed and they said, okay, we need to get rid of this. Wow. So, yeah. Pardon me? Wow. Yeah. It, it's, uh, the, the, if I could go back and live at a time, I would have liked to have lived right at the time people were saying, yeah, prohibition was stupid and we need to rechange the constitution. Just, just to see politicians admit that they made a mistake. How often do they do that? Hmm. Not very often. Not Maybe you live in an era where they roll back the 17th Amendment. It don't hold your breath. <laughs> okay. We are done with this amendment. And that's the, the second of our Depression-era amendments. Right. And the after that— The rest of them are post-World War II amendments. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we'll be back in a new age of amendments next time.